Dancers have a lot to balance. From their pirouettes to their jumps, a dancer's performance is a direct result of hard work and motivation. So where does food fit into this? There's a lot of myths and a ton of antiquated ideals about what a dancer's diet should look like. And I'm here to dispel those. I'm Rachel Fine, registered dietitian nutritionist and founder of To The Point Nutrition. I'm the dance nutritionist and I'm here to tell you that to be a successful dancer, you don't have to diet. Instead, I'll teach you how to use food as your best tool to enhance your performance. A nourishing meal plan not only fuels your dancing, but also enhances your strength, improves your balance, supports your flexibility, and most importantly, reduces your risk to injury. This is Nikisha Fogo, principal dancer with San Francisco Ballet. Her journey as a pre-professional dancer towards now as a professional dancer and some of the challenges she had to overcome, which included having to, at the age of 16, start thinking about how you're fueling your body on your own and navigating a busy schedule um, and so much more. So Nikisha, why don't you really just take it from there, those, the biggest challenges you experience transitioning from pre-professional dancer to professional dancer. Yeah, so like I said before, that um, obviously when you go from school into professional life, um, you're more on your own, like e even more than in school. And uh, you have to make even more decisions for yourself. So for me, it was just um, like making the time to have snacks or like making sure that I pack it and like think about it in advance and um even if it's just like I mean in my dance bag I always have some kind of food to kind of make sure that I have enough energy for the beginning of the rehearsal until the end and um just to keep it going I guess that's when I like really had to think more about like, yeah. 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 And one, one thing you had mentioned earlier was, uh, you know, this need for more of those carb based snacks to pick up your energy. You said, you know, keeping a lot of fruit on hand um, and maybe some bars and stuff just as almost like emergency situations. And one thing that you pointed out, I, I think a lot of dancers will try and push through a rehearsal or a class without uh, replenishing what could be depleted energy needs like throughout that actual class. And I think it's so important for dancers to realize that that might very much be necessary, right? That replenishment uh, during whether it be a one, two, three or four hour rehearsal uh, could really be what helps you get through an important time of your day. Yeah, definitely. And like staying hydrated, making sure you drink water. Because I remember at one point, like a long time ago, I don't remember, but for some reason, people were not drinking water during class and it was mm. not allowed. So like for me, I always try to stay hydrated in class also because it definitely 
your body will thank thank you after the class definitely also yeah and that's so important by the way for like teachers out there directors to hear as well i mean needing some snacks or some water in the studio could really help a lot of dancers with their energy levels uh topping off what you know their glycogen stores which is as a dancer our body's preferred fuel source to get you through that intense time so i think it's important even for those higher ups to to realize that hydration also i mean hydration so often falls to the waistline and we we tend to forget about it um now there's no doubt that a lot of dancers struggle with uh negative feelings or they'll hear negative comments about body image nikisha was this ever anything that you or maybe your eyes have been open to maybe you've experienced and you've had to overcome that you can share yeah well obviously like our profession is a little bit hard on this because we're constantly looking ourselves in the mirror trying to perfect or like trying to be the best that we can be obviously and when you're constantly looking at yourself it can it can be a bit distorted what you see or like you're not really sure what what at least it's like this for me I'm not really sure what I'm seeing at some point you bring up such a good point, which is body image distortions. You know, if we're standing in front of a mirror, looking at ourselves all day, looking at other dancers in the room, it is that one thing I always say is that body image in of itself is a journey. It's not a destination. And the idea of finding full body acceptance could could be very far-fetched for a lot of dancers. So what I often like to talk about is the idea of seeking body neutrality, where we may not look in a mirror and love to the end of time what we see, regardless of what anybody looks like, but what we can begin to do is to approach it with a much more neutral mindset, utilizing um, thoughts that are centered in Um, appreciation rather than through self-judgment. Again, like you said, you're constantly looking in a mirror, looking looking to perfect your dancing. This is what we're taught to do. So it just makes sense that a lot of dancers' minds are going to go to that comparative mindset. And I think we as dancers need to have a very proactive approach to, you know, stop those thoughts. And instead of ridiculing ourselves, coming at it with more appreciation and looking at, you know, well, look at what our bodies can do as dancers, right? It's it's really honestly incredible compared to the general population. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, I think we often forget that what we do is, it's hard and not mm. every, everyone can do it. And we get so caught up in the moment. And sometimes it's just good to take a step back and just be like, wow, like, maybe I can't do this five pirouettes but I mean it doesn't matter like (laughs) look what you've already like achieved and everyone has their own journey and I think that's like the most important thing to like you can appreciate what other people are doing and like wow that's so beautiful and you can like if you like something how they do it you can try to do it yourself but we are all different in the end you know and like you can make it your own I think that's the beauty of art and dance. We we are able and it should be encouraged that we are making it our own and that everyone is different. And I think 
that sometimes, like you said, gets lost when we're so hyper-focused on whether it be pulling out five pirouettes or not, which brings me to my next question. A lot of dancers, especially younger pre-professional dancers, will hyper-focus on their technique. How have you been able to maintain balance in your life where perhaps you're also experiencing other experiences aside from just being in the studio? Yeah, um, I always try to have like a balanced life in general like not I always find that for example now when I wasn't able to go to San Francisco I wasn't only training ballet I was going and doing hip-hop and heels class and just because it's we're dancing in the end of the day to find that joy like I wasn't because I wasn't able to come I was feeling a bit sad in ballet class and you know because you can't do what you want to do and I also think that um, because of the pandemic we maybe all have like a different appreciation about coming back to dance and and being like wow I can move my body in this big space and having fun for me the most important thing is to have fun when you're dancing and and I mean, it's amazing to, that you can do a grand jeté. Like, not everyone can do that. Or, you know, it's just a nice feeling. Yeah. It goes back to that appreciation. Even now that we're seeing with the pandemic, I want to say post-pandemic, but I can't really say that because of, you know, the variants and everything going on, unfortunately. But um, we are finding a newfound appreciation for so many dancers that have been at home for so long, you know, to get back into the studio, to be able to like move and like stretch your arms, which is like what I need to do right now. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of dancing in just like a two by two, you know, a small space, it's, it's definitely an, a newfound appreciation. Um, Nikisha, any fun like pre-performance rituals now that you're getting back to the groove of things, what are some things that you need to do to get into the zone at pre-performance? Um, well, leading up to performance, I always take a lot of baths. <laughs> ah, for me, it's really important um, because my muscles tend to like seize up and mm-hmm. that's when I start getting like injuries and stuff so I always try to like be calm and (laughs) and take baths and really like feel how my body is feeling every morning like do a little check okay we're doing good um and before the show um I would normally eat like maybe some like I would have like a bigger lunch Mm -hmm. and um have a little nap before the show (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of like my ritual, like going into the performance. Yeah, I love that. I love the the nap situation because that is, honestly, we don't give enough credit to sleep. And sleep is so important to our body's recovery and setting you up for a strong performance. You know, we can easily talk for days about nutrition and balanced meals and consistent snacks, but... Uh, we can't forget about some of the other super important things like de-stressing. Uh, like you said, I love that you're doing this little check in the morning with your body, just scanning your body. That's such an important mindful practice that a lot of dancers could do. It only takes a couple seconds. Um, and then, of course, making sure that you are resting. That is that is so critical. Nikisha, my final question for you, I ask this to all the dancers who come on Conversations with the Pros, but how would you define what it means to be the healthy dancer? Cool. Well, for me, like, 
being a healthy dancer is um, being like well balanced with like dance, your life, your support system, and really doing what like enjoying what you are doing, and <laughs> to realize that in the end of the day, it is just dance and it's not the end of the world and like to maybe not take yourself too seriously all the time like that always works for me um to just if you mess up that's fine you can try again tomorrow and like not put too much pressure on yourself yeah which by the way it's so important for dancers to hear that because i think the culture has evolved over time to um be this like no pain no game attitude and the truth is if we take a step back, exactly what you said, and we don't take ourselves too seriously, and we realize, like, you know, it's just dancers, other aspects of life, like, sure, this can be a big one, and it sure is for most most dancers. That's why we pursue this passion. It, it takes so much of us to pursue this, uh, but at the end of the day, there are so many more ways that we need to bring balance into our lives. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice to chat with you. So have a nice day and or evening or wherever everyone is. <laughs> you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.